listening to Motor City Woman Radio. Tune in daily for inspiration, motivation, and information that helps you lead a more fulfilling life. You are listening to Professionally Fit with Lisa A. Smith, founder of Fit Camp 360, Inc. and Detroit Fit Mob. Professionally Fit is dedicated to fit professionals who are soaring in their fields and in their enterprises while still maintaining their health and wellness. We delve into a host of issues, including fitness, nutrition, lifestyle, parenthood, relationships, and much more. Welcome to the show. August 22nd morning. Um, I hope everyone had a great, exciting fit weekend. Today is an amazing show because we have on my good friend, Miss Callie Bigsby, aka Health Coach Callie, founder of Go Smoothies in downtown Detroit. So she'll be chatting with me um, for the next 60 minutes about fitness, nutrition, and lifestyles. So I'm so excited to have her on the show. Welcome, Callie. Thank you. <laughs> I'm so glad to be back here with you. This is so exciting. Yes, me and Callie, we um, did Professionally Fit a few months back, and um, the energy was so crazy. Like, during the entire interview, we were talking, and we were both head nodding and smiling, finished each other's sentences, so it was it was a great time, and I was like, I got to have Callie back on, because uh, we, we pretty much share the same mindset when it comes to health and wellness, um, and our value system surrounding that, even entrepreneurship, we talk a lot about, and so I'm really excited to have you on the, the show today, Callie. Thank you again. I appreciate being on with you. So thank you. So, um, guys, before we get into the show today, I have to uh, talk a little bit about this past weekend, which was super exciting. I had the pleasure of attending the What's Your Beautiful conference put on by the beautiful Crystal Cole, and it was, um, of course, we had our very own Robin Kenny as one of the beautiful speakers there at the What's Your Beautiful conference this past weekend, and we had such a great time, a great lineup of amazing women who um, were able to provide a plethora of information for the attendees about kind of defining what your beautiful is, what that looks like, and how to articulate that to the world. And so I just want to give a major shout out to Crystal Cole, founder of Model Moms, Robin Kenny, founder of Motor City Woman, um, and they allowed us to flash mob their conference. So shout out to Detroit Fit Mob. Um, they did a re- wonderful job. We came out and represented for uh, the health and wellness segment of the event. So that was really amazing. Um, and so that was my weekend. Callie, how was yours? By the way, I saw that flash mob. It was fantastic. Did you? I did not take my eyes off of it. It is so dynamic. I was like, I wish I was there. So y'all did a good job. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Oh, yeah. So the weekend, you know, every weekend it seemed to be just jam-packed with stuff. But this past weekend, um, we were out at Belle Isle for a racquetball tournament. There was about 100 participants across this region that came out to compete. Now, um, I love watching racquetball, but I'm not a player of <laughs> so we thank them for that opportunity. And then um, we were at uh, Mr. Market Shed 5 on Sunday for an amazing fundraiser event put on by the Greening of Detroit. It's called Live Love Local. And um, the Greening of Detroit actually highlights a lot of local businesses, food businesses. Okay. So we were there. Um, Cacao Trees, Central Kitchen and Bar were there, mm. um, just to name a few. Okay. Nice teas. Nice. Yeah. A lot of local business. So how was that? Because I just saw, I was, uh, yesterday, me and my good friend, we were having morning tea at Great Lakes uh, uh, Roasting Company on Woodwork. Yeah. And in the back, they have a wall with all the local upcoming events. 
saw the Lyft logo and at Shed 5 at Eastern Market. And I was like, oh, if I'd have known about that, I would have went. Yeah. Man, and so I know there were a lot of local companies there. And so you guys were raising money yeah. for... So they raise money just to continue their program. So, you know, they okay. do a lot of urban agriculture. They make the city beautiful, which also not only makes the city beautiful with, you know, tree planting and that kind of thing, in the neighborhoods and, and parts of the city where, you know, it's more concrete than, yes. than greenery. Yes. But we know that it also helps with our health and our oxygen levels and things like that. So Absolutely. They have tons of programs at the Green Heritage where they have this amazing workforce program mm. um, that they, I don't know how many people they've trained, but they're in the cohort, 22 or 23, so at least a thousand by now. Wow. They train people that are either harder to employ because, you know, their uh, education level or mm-hmm. something like that, or they're just getting into the workforce, or they've been incarcerated. Okay. And these folks, through the Greenings efforts and their workforce grant program, are able to go out and actually get a job and a good paying job. I love it. I know, right? I love it. Every time I every time I go there and talk about the program, I just get so excited because I know from my own experience when, you know, some of these guys call me, I teach CPR too. <laughs> so some of the guys will say, hey, my CPR card was, um, uh, I need an, an updated CPR card. Can you teach me the class where I can get this job? And one guy came to me and said, I have not been able to keep a job like I've been able to keep now through the greetings program and he said i've not been paid any less than twenty dollars an hour at any job i've gone to at this point and he said i thank god for that program wow yeah i love it so let's let's give them a quick shout out man the greetings of detroit how does one reach out do they go to the website their phone number yeah um i would go to the website but they can probably call lionel bradford um okay i'm gonna put his number out there okay Two four eight seven six seven nine two eight seven because that's the one I know by heart. Okay, and I'm sure he will lead you in the right direction. But Devon Bushkin is actually the director of the workforce program, and like I said, it's a wonderful program. And in their urban agriculture, you know, to, to talk about yep. health and wellness, absolutely, we get a lot of our produce now from the greening of Detroit. So really? we partnered with them, and they grow right at the Eastern Market. Yes. And it's their community garden. And yesterday they were actually giving people tours because a lot of people aren't aware of it. I wasn't. Yeah. I didn't even know there was a local farm, right? I mean, you know, garden yeah. right there. Right there, Eastern Market. And they have so much produce that a lot of times they cannot, they don't have enough people to be able to take the produce. Wow. So they'll give it to the employees or, you know, yeah. and that kind of thing, which is a wonderful thing to do. But, you know, hey, guys out there, if you are close to Eastern Market or you come downtown, um, please support the Market Garden because their produce is so beautiful. Wow. And they come in and they bring us, like, beets and kale. And I'm telling you, it's just like you just want to start eating it right then and there. Yes. It's just so fresh and vibrant. It is nothing like a locally sourced produce. That's right. I mean, it really isn't. I had a client of mine. She has her own personal garden at home where she grows organic produce. And she came into our session last Wednesday and she's like, Lisa, I bought you a bag of produce. And it was like collards and peppers and tomatoes. And, you know, we cooked some of that up. And I was like, man. You can just taste the difference. You can taste you really the difference. Can't and you can see it, too, because they're beets. When I tell you they are beet, beautiful, vibrant red, that's what we get from them. So shout out to Aaliyah, too, at the Market Garden. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, that sounds like an exciting, productive weekend. Yeah. Um, kudos to you. There's so many amazing things going on in the Motor City with regard to health and wellness um, and just vibrancy 
shows and these tips that we give you because there's so many resources. I even learn a lot listening like, whoa, I thought I was plugged in. Right. And, you know, here's a new resource. So um, when it comes to your health and wellness, guys, I've mentioned it before, but locally sourced is always better. You're eliminating the um, chances of your food being um, intoxicated with anything or any foreign components that might come from transport from across right. the, you know, across the state or bringing things in from another country. That's I mean, right. your fruit and vegetables are so much more susceptible to, you know, pesticides and all these different things That's when they're right. being transported from long distances. So we don't want you to just support these local markets to support your local markets, but also for your own health and wellness for yourself and your family. It's absolutely imperative mm-hmm. that we try and shop local. And then there's a, I think there's a few restaurants who are actually farm to table mm-hmm. in Detroit as well. I was just looking at, have you heard of Colors in downtown yeah. Detroit? Yeah. I haven't been there yet, but. Yeah. They're locally sourced. There's far, they're farm to table. Do you know any other, Callie? Um, I believe Selvin Standard is, and yes. I think Central Kitchen and Bar maybe, but um, those are just a couple that I know off the top of my head. But okay. there are a few, and you can actually Google farm to table restaurants, and yeah. I'm pretty sure you'll get like a full list of them. Okay, maybe we'll do that at the break. And yeah, we'll come back and we'll come back and look it up. That's yeah. a really good idea because I try and support those places as well. You just feel more confident eating there too. Right. Right. You know that things are just locally sourced, and there's just a little more pride in it. Exactly. Know? And so that's really awesome. Well, first mm-hmm. of all. Major shout out again to Callie. She brought me in, guys, this morning a new juice she wanted me to try the pineapple ginger ale from Go Smoothies. Um, it's delicious. I remember the first time I had the pineapple orange that you bought to the Lynx Fit by 50 workout class. And um, and that was yummy. And then I came up and been to the store a few times now. And I bought some juices from Rogers for my event mm-hmm. um, last quarter, which was amazing. Because they also do, like, these really cool raw juice shots, right, like, that you could get. And these little, like, two-ounce glass bottles. And I still have all the glass bottles, by the way. I hate, I, I love glass. Right. So. No, no, <laughs> um, so this pineapple ginger ale juice is amazing. What's the benefits of this one, Callie? Oh, my gosh. So it's got pineapple in it. I'll start with what, what's in it pineapple alkaline water turmeric and ginger mm. yeah so turmeric is that deal i saw medicinal oh so i mean turmeric turmeric is great for weight loss it's an anti-inflammatory it's also an antibiotic so if you've got something going on that you need to heal i've told people you know cut your turmeric in half like yes. a real turmeric root mm. that you get from really any store nowadays you can get turmeric i saw it at myers the other day really yeah yeah and it's really orange deep orange on the inside and you can actually rub it on a wound to help with the healing process really yeah so you don't have to dilute or anything like it's okay i yeah. didn't know that but i knew about eating it and yeah. i know when um like the Indian culture is big, you know, in their curries and That's things right. like that. There's always turmeric. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's so good for you. It is so good for <laughs> so you, good right? For you. So why not have it in a juice why where not? it tastes good and then you're getting the health benefits too. Yeah, but it. I'm not going to, um, you know, uh, take the the control of the name because we actually got it from Inspired by New York. I was in New York and I was at this wonderful restaurant in Harlem. Mm-hmm. And um, they were all vegan some raw food too but they had one called pineapple ginger beer but it was a smoothie oh right and it was so delicious and i was like <laughs> slurping you know like you like get to the end you're like slurping it with your straw and i'm like okay i gotta take this back to detroit yes so then I, that's where we created the pineapple ginger ale so love it yeah. i love it love it and i love the simplicity of it sometimes right. 
tier list. I don't make a smoothie and like I want to load up with every good thing I heard was good. Right. <laughs> like, and, I, and I know um, I've since learned too that everything isn't compatible. Like That's even right. though they're good for you, everything isn't compatible. It is. Like someone told me you're not supposed to mix melons with anything. You, yeah. yeah. You really shouldn't juice melons either. Mm. Um, so we tell to steer away from that. Yeah. So food combining is, is a big thing because yep. that causes a lot of the inflammation that we have and a lot yes. of digestive health issues. Yep. In fact, um, the juice book that I wrote called Apples, Carrots, Kale, Oh My, mm-hmm. it talks about food combining yeah. and the importance even when you're juicing and making smoothies and that kind of thing. A hundred percent. And yeah, and it's so crazy because we always think if it's good for you, it's good with anything. We can have it all the time. Yeah, just throw it in. So I'm like, I got my spirulina, my hemp seeds. My, I'm like, let me calm down. So I love the simplicity of this. I'm really trying to get down to like only three or four ingredient juices and smoothies yeah. and just really keep it simple and allow things to work. Right. Um, and so, yeah. For somebody starting out, you know, keeping it simple is going to be key because if you start to get too crazy with different, you know, herbs and vegetables and fruits mm-hmm. and then you don't like it and you're like, okay, I'm done with this. I'm not going to try it anymore. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And you're, you're absolutely right. Simplicity is key. And then also, one of the things I like to tell people as they're transitioning to a healthy diet is the way you prepare things um, can make a difference. Because sometimes you think, oh, I don't like kale or I don't like spinach, so I'll never have it. Well, maybe that was how you prepared it that one time. Maybe it's not good sautéed for you, but maybe in a juice, you know, it will be okay. And so, if guys, if, if there's a certain fruit or vegetable you don't necessarily care for, but, you know, the health benefits are great or the phytonutrients are great, then try adding it to a juice, a raw juice or a smoothie, and you still get the benefits without the direct taste, you know, because I know, like, Brussels sprouts from me, grilled are delicious, you know, but I don't necessarily like them boiled, you know, and so, yeah, how you prepare food, try different avenues before you just give up on something. That's right. All right. All right. So, I think we um, have a few minutes left in this segment and we're going to jump start our um, talk and our fitness piece today Callie I want to talk about the importance of cross training oh yeah and because number one a lot of people don't work out regularly because they think it's so boring right um, and then also some people find something they love mm-hmm. and only do that right so what's your take on cross training or how do you incorporate cross training in your own workouts yeah you know like you said it's so easy even me I mean I've been working out now probably since I was in my early 20s but really seriously for the past 10 years and even for me I mean I can get really bored and like okay I'm sick of pushing these weights now Mm -hmm. I don't want to do another superset or whatever (laughs) the case may be I don't want to lift another barbell that kind of thing so what I do is every Friday now to kind of keep it fresh and new, I do go to a CrossFit slash cross training. Really? Slash, yeah, so we it's a boot camp, and it's just members of the gym. We all decided we needed something different, and we go in, and we have like 10 different exercises or something like that that we do a circuit. And that's wow. my change-up for me. Nice. Yeah, and you actually want to weight that way, too. You sure do. Yeah.
see, son, good manners are very, very important. Someday, many years from now, when you're a grown-up, you'll be a man. You are. You should be a gentleman. Do you want me to go through it one more time? Yes. Yes, please. Yes, please. Exactly. Always say please, thank you, you're welcome, and excuse me. Sit up straight, hold doors open for ladies. The door shut, then knock first. Don't burn, don't swear, don't speak with a mouthful, don't reach across people's plates, keep your elbows off the table. And don't interrupt. While we're at it, don't stare, don't use foul language, don't call people names, but do remember people's names. Always share your toys, play nuts, and cover your mouth when you call for sneeze. On the bus, give up your seat to anyone who's trouble standing by line, treat others the way you'd like to be treated. Got it? Got it. Stop making your nose. Most parenting is hard to do in just two minutes. But spending just two minutes twice a day making sure they brush their teeth is easier and could help save them from a lifetime of tooth pain. For fun two-minute videos to watch while brushing, visit 2min2x.org. That's 2min2x.org. A message from the partnership for healthy mouths, healthy lives, and the Ag Council. Dirty South. Can y'all really feel me? East Coast feel me. West Coast feel me. Dirty South. Uh. Can y'all really feel me? East Coast filming, West Coast filming, uh, Dirty South, what, what, can y'all really feel me, huh? East Coast filming, West Coast filming, what, Dirty South, uh, uh, can y'all really feel me, what, East Coast filming, West Coast filming, whoop. Boy, 
say I'm doing some leg presses and I feel a little bit in my buns and my gluteus, you know, uh-huh. but when I get out there and I actually do lunges, it's a whole nother ball game. Whole nother whole ball, nother ball game. game. And I'm like, wait a minute, I've been doing leg presses now for a year. Why am I in so much pain? It's because you're working different muscles by doing different movements. Absolutely. It's so important. I remember, you know, I started off my weight loss journey, so I was like the queen of cardio. Yeah. <laughs> like most of us are when we first start trying to lose weight. Right. Um, so I was 190 pounds, and I was the queen of cardio. Um, and then I kind of got into weightlifting. And so it was kind of a, um, a natural progression mm-hmm. for weightlifting. But I never forget when I tried yoga for the first time. Now, by this time, I consider myself pretty fit, Callie. Right. Like, I'm like, I'm going to yoga. Right. You know what? I can stretch for an hour. What's that, right? Right. Oh, my God. It took me out of the game. <laughs> like I went to I went to yoga for the first time, and I'm like I got a little definition in my arms. I'm always working my legs, right. man. But I mean balancing on single sides of your body, right. holding poses, like, and I mean really holding poses yeah. for for minutes at a time where you elongating those muscles, and stretching those muscles. Our core. That's the thing. That's the not thing. Working our core. Absolutely. So when you transition from something like running and weights, and then you go into yoga, it's yep. so much more core work and body strength work yep. that you really can see the difference. And really, stretching should be incorporated in everything that we do. You know, it's the first thing you do in the morning, but certainly after running, yep. even after lifting weights, because I had gotten to a point where, you know, I was just lifting and lifting and lifting, but I wasn't doing any stretching. So, like, yep. you, I go to yoga, and I'm, like, dying. <laughs> <laughs> I can't even hold a coke pose for 30 seconds. <laughs> well, this is nonsense, right? <laughs> And, and it's crazy because you're coming out of your element, so you're coming out of the gym, you're coming away from the weights, right? And you're coming out of your element, and so you're going into someone else's space, but and you're back home in your space, you're fit, right? right? People are, you know, trying to learn from you, but then you go into this new space. And so you're looking at the people next to you on the mats or in front of you in the mats, and they're just flowing beautifully through these poses and you're all of a sudden a beginner again mm-hmm. and for me I think it's really really important as far from a mental standpoint you know just Definitely. learning how to not just in your workouts and in your fit life but in all areas of your life to humble yourself and be willing to become a student again so um, and to become coachable right. because it's just that's another thing about mastering your craft. Mm-hmm. You know, now you're becoming the teacher and everyone's looking to you. Right. So it's always important to enter other spaces where you are now a beginner all over again. So, right. It helps you relate better to your students, too. You know what I mean? Yeah, so. definitely. Definitely. So, yeah, I'm, I'm all about that. I had another experience, too, thinking, you know, I'm running all these miles. <laughs> it should be fine. And one of my friends said, hey, let's go and run the stairs. So we went out to the Pullman Park. <laughs> 170 stairs is what you got. Is that the one in Farmington? No, it's like way out. It's past Troy. Okay. Yeah. Someone else just told me about a park with a lot of stairs. Okay. Yeah. So it's 170 stairs. And he's like, oh, well, how many can you do at a time? I was like, oh, I should be able to do 10. Now, mind you, I haven't done it in like <laughs> two years. Right, right. And so I got out of there and I could barely do not even a quarter of the 170. <laughs> <laughs> and I was tired and huffing and puffing. I was sweating for but to your point, it's like a mental thing at that point because it's like, wow, I'm out of shape in this area. I'm yes. out of shape in this other yep. area. So I got to work on this too. Absolutely. So don't forget about, you know, working your core, doing body exercise, doing body work yourself. Because really, it didn't happen to me. I got an injury. Mm-hmm. I had a back issue because I was lifting so much weight, but I had forgot about my core. 
Yeah. Yeah. Like, it's so true. So yeah. people, if you are not mixing it up and there are so many reasons to, yes. even if you're a bodybuilder, I don't care if you're Mr. Michigan or right. whatever. Right. You've got to stretch and you've got to incorporate other things. If you really need to elongate your muscles to hundred percent. A hundred percent. It is so important, guys, to cross train. You have no idea how many times I've just got, you know, schooled mm-hmm. on how fit I really ain't. <laughs> you know what I mean? So, <laughs> it's really important. It's really fun um, because you then begin to incorporate new things into your regimen. And that's when you really become um, an athlete or you really become, you know, it's not just about mastering what you're great in, but when you're able to step across those lines and reach over to other areas, mm-hmm. it just makes you much better at what you do. So, for sure. Shout out to Cross Training. Very yes. important, guys. We encourage you to try something new this week. Um, let's move on to our nutrition. This is my favorite. Yes. Me and Callie could probably talk nutrition for hours. <laughs> <laughs> so, our topic for nutrition today are plant-based diets. Um, and for those of you who don't know, plant-based diets are those that tend to eliminate some or all animal products. Um, so vegetarians, they might eliminate meat, but they still eat dairy. Um, vegans tend to eliminate um, meat and dairy. You have pescatarians who just do fish, but they don't do meat, and some are dairy-free and some aren't. Um, so there's many, many forms of plant-based diets, and then there's many um, instances of plant-based diets. Like I know, like for example, right now I'm building a course on how to transition to a plant-based diet, a six-week course. Awesome. And yeah, I'm really excited about it because it's one of the things that people ask me about a lot. Right. And I think there's a big move towards it now, mm-hmm. you know, with a lot of people just being more tuned in and conscious of how their bodies are reacting to some of the things we consume. And so, oh my goodness. Um, and so one of the things that is it, 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 pretty popular now, well, like something like meat, <clears throat> Meatless Mondays right. has been popular for a while. Mm-hmm. And some people I've even heard of um, uh, vegan after, um, vegan before six or something. Yeah. So they may do have the day vegan and only have meat or something at dinner right. for breakfast and lunch. So what do you think about that, Kevin? So you bring up a few great points because when I talk to clients that are trying to transition or they're thinking about transitioning to a plant-based diet, they feel like it's like all or nothing. Mm-hmm. And I think when you started the discussion about different types of plant-based diets, so it's okay, people, if you want to start by being a pescatarian, like Lisa said, just having fish. Mm-hmm. It's okay if you want to be an orthotarian, which is what I was for a long time because I loved eggs and I couldn't give them up. So orthotarian yeah. eats eggs. Yeah, eggs, no meat, no meat dairy, no dairy, just eggs. Just eggs. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And so for me, I like I said, I could not give up my eggs in the morning. <laughs> I was like, I have to eat my eggs. I had to. <laughs> and so I was still on a plant based diet, and that was the only thing, the, the last thing that I actually gave up. Okay. And the reason why I did that, and that was because it was for me, it was the best thing. Like I said, once you start on a new health journey and you start to incorporate different foods or also eliminating different foods, mm-hmm. you figure out pretty quickly what's causing your body harm, yeah. inflammation, and that kind of thing. So what I ended up finding out, actually one of my um, people at the gym, one of my um, workout partners, she pointed it out because she said, you, you come to the gym and it's like you've got this rattling thing. And I said, I know, I've got this rattling in my chest, but I'm not feeling sick. Wow. Yeah, right? And that will go on for like months at a time. And once I narrowed it down to the fact that I was eating eggs and eggs cause mucus buildup uh-huh. and inflammation that 
take the eggs out, it would go away. Oh my goodness. And as soon as I go back to my old faithful egg or scrambled egg, it comes right back. It would come right back. And then I would even have like a little bit of sinus drainage. So now when people tell me based on my own experience and also doing research yeah. after I figured that out, it's like, you know, if it causes you some issues then your body is probably rejecting it. Yeah. <laughs> so you may want to give it up. But that's so interesting. Kelly. Yeah. That is so interesting. And and it's funny because for you, you had never given up eggs previously for a, a long period of time. No. Sometimes we see your baby, sometimes you're able to notice it more once you give it up and reintroduce it. Right. But you were able, I guess, from, probably mostly from giving up the rest of the animal, animal products. Exactly. Isolate that one. Isolate that one because that was the one thing in my diet that I knew, okay, when I give it up or when I'm not eating it, because, you know, you go back and forth. And right. You kind of do something new. And right. You change your diet. Right. I mean, I've gone 30 something years and 44 now, but when I first started on this journey, you know, eating beef, eating chicken, eating eggs, and cheese, and, you know, yogurt, and that kind of thing. So it's not always easy. So my point to clients is that if you sleep well, <laughs> is that don't beat yourself up if you make a slip up and you go and have a cheeseburger. Right. You know, right. Now, five years into it, I won't go and have a cheeseburger that I know I wouldn't be sick. <laughs> right. But I'm sure your cheats are different now. Right. So we yeah. still, you know. Yeah. And that's, and that's just evolution. That's just a natural evolution thing sometimes in the beginning. Like you said, if you're going to try going plant-based um, partially, whether you're orthotarian, pescatarian, vegan, vegetarian, like don't think you have to go full throttle that's right away because right. it is really difficult. Right. And depending on the reasons why you're doing it too, mm-hmm. um, if you're you tend to stick to it more, I think, if, if it's off of a principle, a deep embedded principle that you might have, maybe the way the animals are treated or the um, massive amount of damage, you know, um, that factory farming causes on the earth. Um, sometimes that's a little hard, you know, easier to stick to. But sometimes if you're just doing it for weight loss, it can be a little more, you know, a little more choppy. Right. Which is okay. you don't understand either. I think you're just doing it for weight loss, but you don't get all the other benefits or make the connection of all the other benefits health-wise. Yes. Whether it's yep. sinus drainage yep. or, you know, you always got the flu every season. It's like, why? Why? I'm always showing pain. Yep. Your immune system. Right. Inflammation. The bloating that dairy causes. Oh, yes. my goodness. The bloating. Um, oh, and people I, ignore that. Yeah. I, ne- I could never... Like, for me, I know immediately when there's dairy and something that I ate. Yeah. Even though I say, please do not put any butter in the dairy, in, right. the, in the product. Right, right, right. And one place I was going to for a while, she's like, oh, no, we didn't put any butter in it. And then I will always have this gas and bloating after I left. And we can say gas and bloating to everybody. Y'all probably like, what are they talking about? But it's all about health. But she said, oh, I'm so sorry. We're putting margarine.
restaurante de Jarte Pensar y llamar al 1-888-995-4673 para el programa gubernamental gratuito que le ofrece asesoramiento personalizado de un experto acerca de opciones para sus problemas hipotecarios. No, no está solo. Hemos ayudado a más de un millón de personas y queremos ayudarle. Llame al 1-888-995-4673 o visite makinghomeaffordable.com Patrocinado por el Departamento del Tesoro de los Estados Unidos, HUD y el Air Council. Thank you. 
listening to Motor City Woman Radio. Good morning, good morning, Fit Family. It is Monday, August 22nd, and you are listening to Lisa A. Smith, professionally fit on the Motor City Woman Radio Network. Here talking fitness, nutrition, and lifestyle with my homegirl, health coach Callie, founder of Ghost Smoothies in downtown Detroit. Um, this morning, we are talking about cross-training and plant-based diets. And before we move on to our lifestyle segment, me and Kelly just wanted to figure, finish up this juicy conversation we were having about um, plant-based diets. And during the break here, Kelly and I were discussing how um, your food actually affects your cognitive thinking and the way you process things, your attention span, and um, your mood. Oh, my God, you moved. <laughs> and we were just talking about how people think, you know, like Kelly was just saying, when you eat pork, some people believe that, you know, if you cook it, you cook all of the, you know, detrimental things out of it. And um, it just sometimes just how uneducated we are about the things that we put into our bodies. Um, and so, Kelly, what's your take on the mind-body-spirit connection and, and its link towards food and diet? Yeah. So if you look at it, um, there's so many chemicals that are in our food, especially if you eat a lot of processed food. I mean, you can look at the label and you'll see, you know, 12 or 15 different items, most of which you can't even pronounce or even know what it is. And then you start looking at derivatives of, you know, these different dyes that have been shown in studies to cause autism. We talked about ADHD. Um, and then also, you know, there's even formaldehyde in some foods. Yes. Not to mention high fructose corn syrup. And really your brain was meant to function on real food. And if you think about what are the building blocks of nutrients that our bodies need? Protein, yep. carbs, fat, fat, right? Macronutrients, yep. Micronutrients, so proteins, carbs, and fat. Yep. But we are putting our putting things in our body that our body doesn't recognize as food. I'm falling to none of those categories. I'm falling to none of those categories. You're like, what is this? Right, right. right. <laughs> and so what happens is you become so chemically laden that your mind starts to function differently. Mm-hmm. Your thought process yes. starts to function differently. Yes. And your ability to even relate to people. So, you know, I liken it to you having a Snicker bar at lunch. And guys, don't get me wrong, I was a lover of Snicker bars for a very long time, so I'm not trying to judge, but I'm just using this as an example. And have you seen those commercials where they'll show, like, the person is, like, really crabby, and then all of a sudden, you know, they turn into them, their real selves yes. after they eat a Snicker bar? <laughs> well, it's actually just the opposite. Yep. So you eat a Snicker bar, and then you crash because your blood sugar is low at that point. Yeah. You go from high to low. Yep. And then the chemicals that's in it, whatever it is that they're putting in it to make it taste great, and, you know, you got high fructose corn syrup and all the other stuff that's in there. Mm-hmm. I wanted to say crap, so I'll just say crap. <laughs> and then you're angry all of a sudden. So you go into a meeting, and you're, like, snapping at people. These mood swings. Mood swings. Yep. So you may be feeling a little bit tired yep. and lethargic. You you have this brain fog where you can't think straight. Guys, that's all related to food and what we're putting on. 100%. But we liken it to, oh, I'm just getting older, so my memory is fading. Um, one of my good friends, uh, Keisha, I'll give her a shout out. Keisha is amazing. She went on a 10 day juice cleanse. And Keisha, she won't mind me saying this, Keisha ate a lot of food that was bad for her okay. health. I mean, she even fell off one day after the cleanse and she ate like a bacon cheeseburger or something like that. And she noticed immediately how she felt mm-hmm. and then also how she felt like the rest of the day. She wow. was like, I was crabby, I was tired, you know, I 
wasn't dealing with situations like I was dealing with them when I was, you know, off of all the food that right. I had, food that I right. was eating. And so it makes a huge difference. So sometimes I feel like, so we talk and have a great connection yes. because we're on the same page. And sometimes I feel like I'm speaking foreign to people because they're looking at me like I have two heads. Yeah. And I'm like, food is move. They say that for a reason. A hundred percent. Yeah. A hundred percent. And even Socrates said it, and I'll have to look up the quote, but it was a quote from, you know, years and years ago. And he said, really, your food should be your medicine. Yep. Not medicine. Yeah, your medicine. He says, let that food be thy medicine. A hundred percent. A hundred percent. You're so right. And um, I watch, uh, I always am taking courses and watching stuff with these doctors and um integrative medicine and holistic nutrition and I was watching this one physician and she was talking about I don't know how true this is but how um, meat eaters if you consume a lot of a certain type of meat because these are real life species and they have um, characteristics you start to take them up here yeah yeah yeah. Isn't that crazy? So with like the pig or something, it's really territorial and really like you become that way. That's right. And I'm and I'm I'm really leaning towards believing it because it's the same way kinda like with a spouse or a close friend. Right. Someone you're really close to and you spend a lot of time with. Right. Your behavior patterns, thought patterns, everything, the way you do things begin to mirror each other. Right. And you you know, you ever look up and say, like, Oh my god, I, I sound like so and so or right. something like that. Like I really believe that and um, not to just, I'm not trying to, you know, convince you want to necessarily go plant-based guys, but on a spiritual level, um, you're ingesting death into your system when you eat these animal products. Yeah. So, you know, and I'm not saying you got to give them up hundred percent, but really think about at least slowly decreasing some of these things out of your system. You want to ingest life. You want to ingest things that are living, right. you know, and that are, that have not been manipulated. You want to consume them as close to their original state, how they come from the earth as possible. And, and Doritos is not living. Please tell them again. I'm telling y'all right now. Doritos, Doritos don't they don't live. live. They never live. <laughs> they never live. I didn't live. think so. I didn't think so. And, <laughs> and so you're ingesting the death that you know of something that was slaughtered and just understand that in the way that they slaughter it. Yes. That's what I was going to yeah. say. Don't think these were happy, carefree. You're ingesting spirits that were stressed out. Right. You know, that were um, mourning because soon as calves are born, they're snatched from their mothers. Mm-hmm. And you can hear the cow crying on the farm for like days at a time, like screaming for their young. Right. So you're ingesting the spirits of these animals that were stressed out. They had all this cortisol in their system from the stress. And you're putting all that poison into your body. Time and time again, three or four times a day. Don't let it be Thanksgiving and that, <laughs> yes. you know, something from the pig family, something from, you know, turkey, the turkey, the chicken, yeah. chicken, and you having all that at one time. Yeah. Your body's like, oh, I'm going to overload. 100%. Yeah. 100%. I agree. So, you want to think about ingesting life. I mean, it goes really deep. Don't think your food just stops with your body. It, right. it goes into your mind and your spirit as well, guys. So, just keep that in the forefront of your mind. Like I said, me and Callie, were, we've already started talking about collaborating on building a course um, 
um, on how to transition to a plant-based diet, and I'm sure we'll cook up much more ideas if you're really interested in getting educated on these things um, and making the transition for yourself and your family. So I'll be sure to announce those as they come up. But let's move into our final piece, um, our lifestyle piece today, Callie, is about how to um, deal with family and friends and how to help them adjust to your lifestyle change. I've had this with a lot of clients. I'm sure you have too. I've had clients come to me and say, oh my goodness, I have to cook two meals now. I had somebody say once, I have to bake my chicken but fry his chicken or um, friendships are break, have broken down sure. because one person loses a lot of weight and gains all this confidence. And Marriages break up. Oh break my down. Yeah. So what's your advice? Like, how does one deal with trying to make a, you know, it has to be hard to make a positive change in your life, but right. things seem to be falling falling down relationally. Right, right. I think, uh, number one, you have to remain steadfast in your journey. So we know that your journey is your journey. So even if you're married or, you know, you've got a ton of friends that are on a different path from you, that does not mean that you have to force what it is that you're doing down the throats. And I think sometimes we, we want to do that because we see the benefits, which is great. Yeah, our hearts are in the right place. Mm-hmm. But if they're not ready or even of that mindset to make a change, then you can't force them. Right. So that's part of the thing. And I know, you know, we love our cousin brothers, husbands, wives. We love them. We want to see the best for them. But if they are not mentally there and ready to make a change, then you, you cannot force them. And you're going to cause even more stress on yourself mm-hmm. than anything. And, you know, stress kills you. Yes, it does. So even if you've adopted a plant-based diet and you're stressed out because you're trying to make everybody else do it, it's not going to happen. Exactly. So my advice is, you know, you do what you do. Mm-hmm. You know, do you, booze. <laughs> <laughs> and you gradually incorporate. Don't talk about it, but be about it. Yes. So as they begin to see you make changes in your diet and the way you feel and the way that you look, then they may say, huh, there may be something to this. Let me look into it more. Um, I would even, I even started by taking uh, foods that were prepared differently to Thanksgiving. And I didn't tell anybody. So I made cabbage with no meat one year. And that's something else that you can do. You can start bringing the food that you prepare for yourself to eat together. Yeah. Share. Share, share the health. Yeah. Right. Yeah. 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 And if you have to make, you know, meat for your spouse or for your children, then make a lot of vegetables around it. Because then they still feel like they're getting the best of both worlds. Right. They're getting the meat that they like to eat. But then also you're giving them the vegetables and the nutrients that you know they need. Yeah. So a perfect example is my son. So my son likes meat. I tried to show him this documentary called The Me- the Matrix, uh-huh. and it was based on the movie The Matrix. So it had, like, you know, the guy in the, in the cloak, and he was talking about how uh, the factories, you know, treat animals yeah. and how it's just not good for our health. And so I showed him that. It was kind of cartoonish, and, you know, he was into it. And he was like, Mom, wow, I can't believe they do that to the, to the animals, and blah, blah, blah. And then he finished watching it, and it wasn't even 30 seconds. Can you make me some bacon? I can't. I can't. No. Right. <laughs> I was like, how did you know? <laughs> right. It just, just saw. It was right in the moment. You right. know, it's, the, it's one of those things, though. You ever go hear somebody good speak or watch some good, and you like, I'm changing my whole life. This don't right. make no sense. You know what I mean? Like, I'm, I'm going to start saving money, <laughs> and I'm going to stop drinking, and I'm, you do all these wonderful, you know, kind of like church on Sunday. You right. just get in the spirit. I can't believe you're right. I should be kinder to my neighbor. Right. And then you go out. The food park is close to me. <laughs> <laughs> right. Right. You got to catch yourself. You got to catch yourself. <laughs> so sometimes you do have to hear the message a few times. And I think and 
men like lead by example. Absolutely. So now, you know, that's been a few years in between me showing him that documentary. But now he'll say, Mom, we don't have to have any meat tonight. You can just, you know, I'll just have vegetables with you. Yeah. You know, and the brown rice thing, it took him a while to get used to having brown rice. But, you know, you introduce it to them, they may like it and they may not like it. Yeah. But you just keep introducing You keep introducing But don't beat them over the head. No. Don't, no, no, put you, like you said, you do you. Like, I have one of my clients, a, a, a barbecue recently, whatever holiday we have, Memorial Day, she brought her black bean burgers, and everybody else were eating traditional hamburgers, and it sparked up a conversation, right. you know what I mean? And now, uh, initially, her sister criticized her for losing over 100 pounds and doing all this stuff, and mm-hmm. made her feel bad about it. Oh, you changed, and blah, 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 and look and behold, who's working out now? Yeah. Her sister, yeah. down 16 pounds now, her sister. And that's you know, what you want to do. That's model. And, you know, be the change you want to see in Absolutely. the world. So change always starts with us. Yes, because one quote I heard is that people don't resist change, they resist being changed. That's right. Small that's difference. That's a good one, Lisa. Yeah. Yeah. Small difference, but that's a big deal. It is Because big deal. if somebody feels like you're trying to make, force them to do something that they don't naturally want to do or evolve to, then that's going to be a ton of resistance. Right. And so um, I think you're absolutely right, guys. So if you're making a, a, a major change for the positive in your life, whether it be on the health front, career front, relationship front, whatever, wherever you are, um, spiritually getting more grounded, don't, number one, don't try and change people, but just lead by example, like Kelly said, stay positive and continue to love on those people. That's I right. know we get so frustrated when we want the best for the people that's closest to us and they just are not, right. you know, with it. We get so frustrated, but it's so important to continue to love on them and don't give up on them. Right. You know, so when people know that you're coming from a place of love, then they're more open to accepting yes. it. Yeah. Um, and then, you, again, this is a change that I have to make for me because for me, I had a bunch of health issues and nobody could relate to what I was going through. So it's a big thing, but I, I will tell you this too, and this is real talk. <clears throat> Some of your friends are not going to get behind you, even if you're not trying to make them come along for the ride. Nope, they still are gonna chastise you, they're gonna have something to say. I've had people say things like, You know, I one time I brought my own food to the party, and I, I bought enough to share, and the person that was hosting the party actually got offended because I didn't eat their food. I'm like, But you know, I don't eat pork. It's barbecue and stuff. Yeah, so we're not friends anymore. All right, well, <laughs> you gotta know who better move in your way and things to get out of your way. That's so, right. Sometimes it's like, you gotta clean house. You are listening to this
this show is coming to an end. It has been a wonderful past um, 55 minutes talking with my good friend, um, Callie Bixby, a.k.a. Health Coach Callie, founder of Ghost Smoothies in downtown Detroit. Callie, really quick, let them know where you are, what you're doing, where they can find Ghost Smoothies. All right. We are located downtown Detroit, 110 Clifford Street. It's between Washington and Woodward. We're right around the corner from the West End Hotel, and we're walking distance from, you know, Comerica Stadium, from the football field, from Campus Marshes Park. Mm-hmm. So easily, you can get to us very easily. We have parking in front of our store, because I know a lot of times that's an issue for downtown. It's only 15 minutes. So, yeah, and then look for a new cleanse manual that we're coming out with, because Ooh. since we do cleanses, and we have lots of people that have, you know, tried our juice, and yes. have been on three, five, even 10-day juice cleanses, and they ask a lot of questions about how to start. And so I was inspired by that and said, you know what, let me make a manual. So I'm still trying to come up with the name of the manual, but I know it's going to be the ultimate cleanse manual. I for love sure. it. I love it. <laughs> well, congratulations to you, Callie. Um, and guys, you can also find those smoothies inside the Double Tree and Avon Hotels downtown as well. So, um, and they'll be popping up in a local store near you. So I'm so proud of you and all of your success, oh, Callie. Thank you. Guys, so don't forget, we have an awesome lineup for you this week, as usual, on the Motor City Women Radio Network. Every Monday with myself, Lisa A. Smith, at 11 a.m. We're here Tuesday and Thursday with On the Go with Tiffany Patton at 12 noon. Thursday is Why That's Why Radio Show with Krista Chambers at 7 p.m. every week. And we have Miss Monet, Destined for Greatness, every Wednesday and Friday at 4 p.m. And welcome to the show, the new Fuller Woman radio show with Cassie McBride at 1 p.m. every other week. So we have a great show lined up here. The Radio um, Motor City Woman Radio Network is growing so fast, and I am so happy to see all these wonderful women join the team um, with all their amazing topics, just helping to inspire and motivate you all to your greatness. So thank you so much for tuning in today to Professionally Fit, and we will see you next Monday. Bye.